hoki mai ki ngā whenua tapu o te ngāhere tawhito ki reira e ohākina te huia mō te āke āke āmine We need to stop telling somebody else's story we need to tell our own story We know so much about everybody else's story but we need to tell our story. Kia ora e Welcome to this week's edition of the Hui Come Home podcast. Uh, this week we pick up our uh, Angels and Atua, Atua Tanga uh, podcast series that we began before Christmas. Uh, I wanted to get out the first two podcasts before Christmas so that people could spend the holidays listening to those to those first two because uh, Brad and Matua Hakiaha, they were, they were actually quite quite deep. They had some big things to say. I've had heaps of feedback from people uh, over the break just how much they've enjoyed that. So, ka pai there. Uh, this week, it is my privilege to introduce to you Stacey and Hiraina Raika, uh, who live uh, down in Otaki. Uh, and are part of the leadership team of Raumati Beach Church, an epic church led by Phil and Bron Tate, who are um, just having some awesome integration with um, the local iwi down there and the local kamata and all this sort of stuff. So um, Stacey and Heraina have a wonderful perspective, wonderful stories to tell. A um, couple of things you need to know about this podcast. One is we've just had the most massive feed at a, out at a restaurant out there down in Wellington and we've come out of the restaurant and we're sitting in the back of their van having this podcast so you can hear cars and that going, going past and all that sort of stuff. Also the other thing is over dinner um, Stacey and Hiraina shared their story and Hiraina has a crazy story. Towards the end of this podcast um, she gets into some of her own personal story and the way God speaks to her. And one thing that would be help for you, helpful to know before you listen to the, this podcast is that um, Heraina's experience of meeting Christ was a rare one. Um, she had the Spirit of Jesus show up in her room without any knowledge, without any background history of Christianity, just showed up. God just showed up in a period of deep devastation sort of gang life backgrounds and God walked into her room and basically for two years uh, mentored her, taught her and um, so she'll, she comes towards the end when she shares some stories but she doesn't share that part so but it's something that is kind of helpful to know. Um, Stacy and Hirana are incredible leaders, they are speaking into the vineyard movement, speaking into the Anglican new wine movement. Uh, so they are trusted voices, uh, as well as a lot of Māori church moving, movements as well at this time. So uh, without further ado, here is Stacey and Heraina Raika. Well, kia ora korua. Tēnā koe, Jay. How are you guys? You alright? Yeah, kei te pai. We are somewhere down the back blocks of Patone, in the back of a van. <laughs> <laughs> and we're running this podcast in the back of a van. Going to take nice. the Golden Ann and drive it to Stan, something like that. Um, uh, ko wai korua? Oh, ko Stacey tēnei e kōrenoana. Uh, no nā te raukawa, te rarua kaiwhare tēnei. Um, he pononga anō no te atua. Tēnā koe. Uh, tēnā koe, ko Hiraina. Tōku ingoa, uh, no Ngāti Kaunanu, me ngai takotō, ngā iwi. 
Nee, dat is mijn heertje kerkotu. Kia Awesome guys. Well, um, as you guys know, um, I've we've put, we've, we're, we're doing this series on um, sort of Māori spirituality, our Christian faith, and mm. our relationship with Atua Māori, and mm. our, our kind of our experiences and our story and how we negotiate this realm. Mm. But first, before we get into all that sort of stuff, um, we've just had an epic, <laughs> epic feed, <laughs> and we're all bloated. And I've, you know, I've heard, we, you know, we've, we've shared a little bit of our stories, but just very quickly for the listeners, you want to, can you, what can you tell us about yourself? Tell us a little story. A little story, okay, I'll tell you a little story a bit about Hirana and myself. <laughs> so, um, we have 10 children. And, 10? Yep, 10 children, three just mokopuna. Ten. Just 10, three. Um, we're in our Mokopo. early 40s. Uh, We've been together since the age of 13 and 15 years old. Wow. Um, so wow. within that journey, there have certainly been some ups. Wow. And also, as life dishes out, there have been lots of downs as well. Wow. But, um, oh, yeah. And um, where did you guys grow up? Um, I grew up in a place called Ōtaki, which is on the Kapiti coast of New Zealand here, Aotearoa. A little place called Ōtaki. Um, its population is about 7,000 people, so... I grew up with my cousins and as you do with all your whānau and whanaunga around that area till my early um, teenage years and I went to Auckland is where I met um, Hidaina. I grew up in um, the, the dirty south as they say it, <laughs> <laughs> in South Auckland, um, a place called Ōtara. Um, Ōtara hard. I only had one sibling which is my brother, my younger brother and my parents. Ah. Hmm. Very nice. Where's your bro? My bro is still with He's his his mum, <laughs> my okay. mum. Up there? It's still in Ōtara. Yeah, okay, yeah. hard out, hard out. Well, look, you guys, um, I, 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 what, we met a couple of months ago? Yeah, bro. Yeah. For the first time, and um, it's a privilege to getting to know the legends of Stacey and Hiraina. I'm oh. like, uh, um, there's, you know, the, you, you hear reports of this amazing couple that are doing things and stuff like this mm. um, I guess you know you guys are obviously in the Māori world mm. you guys are, are of it you do a lot um, my first probably question is when it when it came when it came to say the Christian faith I mean describe for us like how did you go from not say having a faith to having a faith that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so um, just off the cuff, I suppose becoming a Christian from not having the faith to having the faith um, was a whole, there was a whole change in itself just being that. So um, coming from the background that I come from, I come from a, a, a gang, um, gang wife, if you like. I was mm. brought up and nurtured within the, um, in a gang yeah. um, until a certain time. And then coming in, the first initial thing that I can remember that in my faith was um, the, the love of a father. That's what became a great witness for me. And so coming into that understanding that there's a love that surpasses Like you saw that in a person or is that what you experienced on the inside? From Firstly, I, I did experience that for myself. Um, in a church, I, I experienced this, um, 
I could call it my truth and I can't deny it even if yeah, I wanted right. to. Just this warm, <laughs> yeah, right. um, call it fuzzy, but the only thing I could describe was flowing from my head to my toes, just this warm um, embrace if it was like in it, in it. And it was so soft and so warm, I'd never felt anything like it. And so that become, as I would understand, to be down the track, the love of the Father. And wow. then as time went on, wow. I would see that and witness that through some great men of God that would um, right. have a great part of my life and nurturing and me as a young old, Christian. How, how old were you when that happened? Oh, I'm 44 now. In your 20s? Yeah, my 20s, wow. late 20s. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. And how about for you, For me, from having no faith at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this uh, great being that... He just over overtook my world. Yeah. Um, you know, from a deep darkness into this wonderful light. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, just experiencing the deep love of the Father. Did Did you guys experience? So you know, you you went from this change, and you know, you've, you know, we talked a bit about you know your your back 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 background story earlier on, but yeah. But um. Was there at any point for you both mm. a you know growing in the growing in the spirit and the Lord and you know and that sort of wider that was developing in you mm. at at any time was there did you get experience the tension between that and being a Maori person if that makes sense with what you knew of the Maori world at at any time was there any Hang on, is, is this what, what is this with your Māori tongue? Does that make sense? Does that make sense, or is that a non-question for you? <laughs> they look at each other. Yeah, no, no. Um, <laughs> so in regards to that, I, I guess when um, this the whole walk with Chris, being a Christian and and the new sense of this this um, rejuvenating of the way to if you like, the things that clashed for me as being a Māori was that um, the openness, I believe, that have, as we have in Māori, that I've known just as a Māori how we are spiritually. Right. It was sort yeah. of, if you like, society or the church society, if you like, it was sort of suppressed in a way where there was enough. You you couldn't express yourself in the fullest. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I find for myself anyway as Māori, I wanted to express myself a whole lot more. Yeah. Um, with my spirituality, was it was there was more more deeper stuff in there. And in what in what context? In a Maori context or in a church context? Um, in a, in a Maori context, what do I mean by that? So, in a Maori context, is for me is the taia, all my surroundings. Oh, right, 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 right. So all the right. in my in my spiritual walk, it wasn't something that just pertained to. Uh, something that's maybe happening in the church at a right. certain time, wairua for me as a Māori was happening at home in my sleep while I'm having a kai, while I'm out with my kids wherever right. I am. Right, right. It might be hard to explain or right. to, to understand from the outside, looking in, but um, it was a lot broader. If, yeah. if you guys think, uh, come back to you on that one too and ask you, Hirana, but bef so, before you guys were, say, bef before you were followers of Christ per se, mm. did you experience a spiritual world 
you know, before that, if that makes sense, was a spirit was a spirit spiritual realities part of your experiences as human beings? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, yeah. it does. <laughs> so for me, um, I suppose it wasn't so much the the Māori world or the Māori perspective on how we view right. Wairua and um, yeah, what I'm trying to say is that I always sensed there was a God. Right. But I didn't know, you know, how how the characteristics of God were, say, as now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. So I didn't understand how God worked. I, I, I envisioned God to be this being on a, on a big throne and, you know, you couldn't come near him. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but be so before you had say an awakening or whatever. Yeah, what you know, and you might have thought about God and or whatever. Or it didn't have to be God, but what, like, how did you what did, what did how did you experience spirituality? How did I experience spirituality? Um, I'd say things that unfolded in my life um, that I didn't have control over, really. Right. right. You know, you were either whipped up. And taken somewhere for either a healing, that type of stuff. Oh, really? Yep. When you were sick or something, they'd practice or perform all these things on you that you knew was never quite, yeah, didn't quite sit right with me. Really? Because of how I am. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like talkies and stuff like Yeah, like stuff like and, and oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Like going down to the hour and... Yep. Yeah. Middy middies. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Those oh, types okay. of things. Okay. There's a part of part of your childhood, huh? Yeah. Even as an adult. Yeah, yeah. Well prior to coming to know Jesus. Yeah, okay. All these things were happening. What and so uh if you him what's the what what happened when you got to know Jesus then in regards to those things for you? For me, um, what have those things become now? Uh, void. Void, Deep right? Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy, cowboy. Yeah. Well, so going back pre pre Christian for myself, <coughs> um, the, the the things that I knew of the spirit, I guess, of my spirituality was when Tangihana. Yeah. Or going right. back to the Marae, right. there was a sense of obviously mm. emotion and stuff, but as a collective, there was a way where that. Um, the the empathy, yeah, the okay. sympathy, all that stuff. So that yeah. was my, and it wasn't nurtured in everyday life. I knew it then, right? But um, it wasn't right. wasn't a part of my life yeah, all the okay. time. I knew it in certain seasons, season of death or gatherings, maybe. Yeah, okay. As we gathered together, there was a a, a spirit of unison, if you like. We all just had that way about us, that way to us. So, yeah, okay, mm. okay. So how how is it? Um, you know, when when I'm out, you know, I know you guys get around the churches and do, you know, do mm. talking and stuff as well with people. But, you know, my my experience is the, the number one question I face when, you know, particularly from a Pākehā audience, <coughs> yeah. when I'm out there um, talking is, well, what about those, what about those Maori gods? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I guess my, my what, you know, my, my question is, 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 you know, to you, that are in a Māori all the time, going to Tangi, yeah. going to Hui, yeah. you know, talking karaki is done, you know, yeah. all this sort of stuff. How, how, like, what do you do? How do you see, like, um, 
you know, na atua Māori? How do you see them? How do you uh, relate? How does your, in your faith and in your personhood and in your practice, how do you negotiate those spaces? Yeah, good question. I guess that's... Mm. For a Māori Christian to go into these places and to go back to who we are, I guess, and now we're Christians and there's things to look at. But for me, I think with Ngātua Māori, for me personally, I look at them pre-European. There was no understanding of Christ. There was an understanding of God. But so for different areas for Māori, they would place a Ngātua Māori who would be tangaro, like say for the sea and stuff. For me, it's... um, my compromise, and not even a compromise, I just understand it from what I can understand in my own view, is that tangaro for me is not a is not a is not a person, right. not an atua, but it's a space. Okay. And so tangaro okay. covers a region of things like tane okay. mahuta would be uh, the forest and stuff, and people may see this person as an atua, but I don't. I see them right. as spaces. Right. Yeah. Okay. As spaces, yeah, cool, cool. and so. And the beauty of those spaces too, uh, yeah. yeah, if, if yeah, that makes yeah, any yeah, sense, right, yeah. Right. So they're all spaces to right. me, and I'd just like to just to add on to that also that as often as we get around marae and and stuff and and we're sharing things of God, that we're finding nowadays more so that our whānau are predominantly Christian, okay. and so those older ways to its truest form are not really there to okay. be to wānang and to be like. Okay. To say what it may have truly been in a time, is but it, for me, spaces. Yeah. Is that your fakaro too? Yeah, mine's yeah, mine's the same fakaro. I actually have a difficult time with um, you know atua Māori and stuff, only because of experiences that I've had, um, you know, in learning institutions and um, my indifferences into my faith, you know, and yeah. in, in the Lord, because I know where creation comes from. Right. You know, right. creations come from, comes from God. Right. He made the, the heavens right. and the earth. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I struggled a lot in, in that sense. So Was, and what, do you mind me asking, what were the struggles? What were the, like, could you give an example of the struggles um, and the difficulty? So, in a, in a learning institution, you have to, um, you know, there are times where you're speaking in te reo and you have to adhere to the karakia that they bring forth. Okay. And because of okay. my faith in God, I know what they're, they're saying. Right. And it's right. really hard for me to say those karakia. Right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's yeah. just my view. Do you think, so if you if you guys are saying that, say, tangaroa is, is, is space, you know, yeah. is location to you guys, do you think... Um, do you, do you think that, say, in an, in an old world, an old tough fito way of looking at it, do you think for some Māori it's more than that? Absolutely. 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 It's more than, way more than... Um, space. Than space to them. Um, I think in the old tough fito, once again, if we go pre-European, without the, the knowledge of, of Christ, I won't say without God, because yeah, yeah, I believe right. our, yeah, our people on. knew God the supreme God, a God without without parents. No, yeah. no one's created him. He's supreme. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I yeah, they certainly would have in a deeper deeper view of what we have today. 
do you, do you think that like here's one thing I'm uh, you know a question I even ask myself but my you know I mean I haven't been as much in, in the Māori world compared to you guys but I, I, I've never witnessed let's say the worship of Tane Mahuta the worship of Tangaroa I've never like when I go to church on Sunday and I see like you know I see people yeah. lying, laying down yeah. their lives worshipping hands raised yeah. whatever singing like I, I, I've, I haven't I've never seen someone say exalt Tane mm. or whatever like I see say uh, followers of Christ worshipping Christ yes. worshipping Jesus mm. um, do you, have you ever seen that? no not at all if I could just say my own experience and and with Te Reo Māori and some of the, if you like, what Hirana was talking about, karakia Māori, a lot of the karakia Māori is not, uh, what I've seen, is not based on worshipping the the demigod, if you like, yeah, or yeah, Tane yeah, Mahuta. Yeah. Yeah. It actually just acknowledges that he is a part of that space, a head right, of that space. Right, right. Um, so no... No, I don't, you don't see anyone worshipping Tane Mahuta and exalting uh, Atua Māori like you would in a in a in a, in a church um, context at all. <laughs> if there is, we haven't come, we haven't come across it yet. We haven't come no, across it like yet. Well, is it quick? Because when a when a when a park out person asks, well, what about those Maori gods? <laughs> my, that's what a park out person would only relate it to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but I've never seen that. No. Yeah. No. You probably right. won't ever see that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, eh? That <laughs> would be pretty funny, bro. <laughs> Do you think, though, so, you know, because, you, you know, you guys say, okay, this say the sea, the, the jurisdiction of the ocean or the forest. Yes. Uh, some people might actually personify those things to a person, a being, an entity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you think the, like, what was the old school tohunga way? Like, what would it have been to those fellas? Yeah, I think on, on, a, on a tohunga level, they would have seen it just like how you've said it. Um, like they would have worshipped it like yeah. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not so much worship, but right. they would have had a deeper respect yeah. for. They would embody a particular thing, like maybe Tangaro, a fiki, and so um, there are fakatoki about fiki, and so fiki. Yeah, fiki is an octopus. octopus. I thought this. Yeah. That's what I was picturing in my head. <laughs> yeah. Fiki. So you've got fiki and mako, which is shark, or mangopare, yeah, okay. which is a hammerhead shark. Right, right. Yeah, and so our, our Māori of old, our tohunga, if you were like, they would relate the strengths of those. To the time. Chasing yeah. the kupe, chasing the fiki. Absolutely. And so, yeah, our great warriors would be, um, they would have, uh, be recognised as similar characteristics to what a fiki or a mango might be. Yeah, okay. Or, you know, or a shark might be. So I guess, yeah. Have you, have you, have you actually, have you ever encountered... Uh, people, you know, who have been bound by Atua Māori? I haven't. Right. Not by Atua Māori. No. Right. By something, but not by, <laughs> <laughs> not by Atua Māori. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I, 
I've never even thought about that before. But so um, anyway, well, okay. Um, do you guys have you know reading scripture and stuff? And you know, yeah. scripture is very you know those the, you know Hebrew cultures, Egyptian, Babylonian cultures. You know, the mm. scripture is full of Worshipers. spiritual worldviews, mm-hmm. spiritual ways of thinking. Yeah. So, uh, uh, and uh, you know, a lot of people say read the NIV and in the Psalms uh, where it says Lord God Almighty. That is actually a translation of what the original says Lord God of hosts. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. when we read Lord God Almighty, we think, okay, God is stronger than Ruapehu, you know, God is mightier than the biggest wave or ultimate. something like that, mm. you know, he's ultimate. But whereas the original language actually says, no, the name of God in that circumstances is Lord the God of hosts. So, in, in us translating it from Lord God of hosts to Lord God Almighty, we miss the connection of who God is in relation to, to a whole bunch of hosts, mm. a whole bunch of spiritual beings, a whole bunch yes. of spiritual entities. Mm. What um, do you have any? What's your fakado and what's your corridor around what the Bible might refer to sons of God, the angels, if that makes sense, the angelic realm, that realm? Do you have any? Do you, do you have any thoughts around that? Any ex- experiences or any understanding? Hirana does, yeah, in regards to the angelic realm. Yeah. So I had a, um, yeah, I had a, had an experience with uh, an angelic host. It was shortly before I um, had the encounter with, with the Lord. And it was around the same time as the uh, 9-11 oh, yeah. in America. So what was happening was... I believe I was having um, visitations. Nice. Yeah, these were angelic hosts. And um, what had happened this particular night was the night before the, the 9-11 happened in America. And my father-in-law was alive then, so he was the first one I actually explained it to. Um, I fell into a, a sleep, a deep sleep, and I started, I, I come to, I woke up, I was lying in a bed thinking I was in a hospital bed. Then my body started to levitate towards the ceiling because these angelic hosts were standing over my bed and calling me. Um, And as I started to levitate off the bed, I looked down and saw my body lying in the bed and doctors working on me. Wow. And as I stood to in the air, I didn't know how to navigate around in the air, um, there was a massive window and there well, was well, a, sorry, you don't know how to navigate in the air when you're floating? No. Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know how to navigate around, so I was like... Ah. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, yeah, thinking it, and then it was happening. So I was looking out this big window, you know, in hospitals, how they have big yeah. windows, and there was this huge angelic being. He was almost like a, a man, but not a man, had a face like a woman, body like a man and its wingspan was just huge and he started to gesture he she whatever this angelic being was they have no gender right and he started to gesture to me to come to him and as I you know as I levitated towards him he grabbed my hand and took me out of the window 
and he started to take me into the air to overlook what was happening below. And will blow me down. There was fire. I could smell the 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 smell. It was stench. It was oh. absolute stench, and people screaming and yelling and you know fire everywhere. And he started to lift me above the situation so that I could look down on the on the actual thing that was happening. Oh. But I I become too scared. So he took me back. He took me back to my bed and I got up. I was drenched in sweat. And I ran out to the lounge, and uh, my father-in-law was still awake. This was like at 12 o'clock at night. And he says to me, what's happened? I says, I've just had, I don't know what's happened. I've just had this dream. But there was a fire. There's like, you know, I could smell the, the evidence of fuel. And that morning, right across the bottom of the screen of the TV, was the 9-11. Oh. That had happened, so that was the only yeah. Oh, it was the first encounter I'd had before I'd had the encounter with the Lord. So, mm. whoa, hmm. how okay, that's um, that's a curly one, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a big one. thing. What, like, you know, having you know, X amount of years between that and now, yeah, how what do you? how would you look back on that experience now and go, what was happening for you? What do you think God was teaching you? What do you think God was showing you? Um, warnings. Right. right. Yeah. Like right. being a watchman. Right. Say. Yeah. So you think that God sends angels to warn, to help? To help. Right. Mm. Wow. I don't know what that was all about. And I suppose with all those experiences I have had in the past, I've never really... Stop to question God. That's yeah, the way right. I just carry on and yeah, right. only right. share it with close friends or family. And should I take this out of the podcast? <laughs> Keep it for you. <laughs> friends and family, you meet both, bro. Because uh, that's um, yeah, wow, that's pretty deep. That's pretty I've deep. had quite a few of them. Okay. Okay. Mm. Oh. That's why I say, you know, I look at them, they're like, like, like they've got the shimmering light behind them, and they, the face is not a man, right. but the body structure is like a man. It's right. they're huge. Right. This angelic being was huge, wow. and his, the face was a woman's face. Wow. It's just wow. shining. Wow. Compelling. Do you ever? Do, do, have you ever seen? into the sp- spiritual realm anything that culturally reflects Te Ao Māori? Um, shortly after we'd um, oh, I'd left the church. Mm. Huh? And I've um, yeah, to okay. do with Māori I've had lots I've seen one to do with Māori and it was um, to do with the Valley of the Dry Bones um, and it was the Lord showed me a warrior standing over the waters, and he was standing one foot on the east east coast and one on the west. But with this warrior, he had a tayaha in his hand, and in in the natural, the tayaha does not touch the ground. This tayaha was moved from the east coast, so the hand of the warrior was holding this tayaha ready to jab it in the ground, like full on. Right. 
and um, it was almost like in a pivotal position where he was turning to shove it in the ground on the west coast to send that shock. But yeah, he showed me in the form of a, a warrior, wow, Maori. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, I think Jill Smith had similar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a similar one, but hers was mm. an angel. Okay. Mine was a full-on Maori. Was that an angel though? That tire should never the Arirul should never ever hit the ground. Oh. What's what do you do you know what it's saying? Um I kind of interpreted it to be um the land. There's something to do with the land that the Lord is wanting to heal the land because over the years, you know, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. Hmm. Hmm. But the movement I believe too, because shortly after the, the warrior had happened, the wave came. The wave in the spirit. Mm, okay. So it's almost the same colour as the sky. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and it was in that house, it was in that house <laughs> that I was standing when that wave was coming towards me in that house, that gang pad. Really? That the Lord led me to. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Those all happened before he led me to Otoki. Really? Yeah. Oh, this was all before that time? Yeah. Far out. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. See, because you got to remember, I didn't have any influences of... Christian. Yeah, right. right. I, I couldn't have fellowship. I longed yeah. to have fellowship. Yeah, right. I longed to, you know, be so able you, to you talk have to somebody. So you have zero Christian Content. story, metaphor, nah. knowledge, Bible, Bible knowledge, knowledge nothing. nothing before any of this stuff was going on. No. And that's the way my life's been with the wow. Lord. Wow. That's why it's wow. been so difficult. So you look back now and you go, that like that, do you think that, Sorry if this sounds like a stupid question, but that was God showing you stuff, huh? Yeah. Wow. Even before. <laughs> Jesus is awesome, mate. Amen. Just yeah. I mean, what does that what does that say though about our like our understanding? So often as as Christians, we think yeah. we've got the corner of the market, if that makes sense, of these yeah. things. But God is moving. Yeah. yeah. God is doing stuff all the time, With availing the Himself to people. You know. Absolutely. That's that's um that's amazing. Absolutely, I think um, as myself, he's, even as a young Marty man who, well, there are still things that um, traits that I've learnt in Christianity. That sort of, I witness every now and then. Like talking now, I can see. That how much I've been influenced by man, whether it's Māori or Pākehā, right. the influence of man. Yeah. And then when you start to speak about God, the angelic beings and different things, God's ways are far greater than ours, you know. So yeah. what yeah. I perceive something to be is not necessarily that in God's eyes, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, so, right. Um, so, a, yeah. Yeah. It's a little. You want to know what God is saying right now, though? We need to stop telling somebody else's story. We need to tell our own story. We know so much about everybody else's story. 
but we need to tell our story. Right. Who's we? Well, well to every individual. Us, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Could be Māori. Yeah. And it's Tika. good. It's Tika. good what you're saying. Yeah, what you're doing, Jay. It's, no, oh, that's really cool, man. Um, in that case, let's, for, here's my, my, my last thought. Um, go on, last question. What do you hope for? What do you want to see for our people? Like, what's the dream? For Aotearoa people? Aye. People of Aotearoa. People for Māori, because the car's steaming up. It's getting really <laughs> hot. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to open the doors, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess ultimately, and and this might be thrown around everywhere, but seriously, I'd love to see our people come to the knowledge of the true Christ, but to worship in them, worship Him in spirit and truth, in the way that God's made us as Māori. Right. Right. And not only just for Māori, and but for that kotahi tanga to abound with Māori and Pākehā, not just for the sake of bringing it together, but that understanding of of wairua tanga as a, as a whole collective. That's ultimately, for me, that our people would come to that place. And, and for me, coming to that place, the smallness of myself, I believe, is denying ourselves, the denying things we, we think we know, and attitudes we we've been brought up with, and thoughts that have patterned our lives, wow. is to let go and just let that way to take control, the spirit of God, and that in its fullness and its time, brother, that our nation truly will be um, a lamp, right. a lamp for God, right. and all the goodness that's embedded within that, the possibilities and stuff. Right. Mm. Boom. Right. Yeah. Wow. Kia ora. Head on. That everyone, really, you know, everyone comes with the true knowledge of who Jesus Christ is as their Lord and their Saviour. Um, you know, revival, revival to come to Aotearoa, that we can not only, you know, set our nation on fire for God, but to take that flame to the world. I mean, you know, back to Jerusalem, where it's come from. Wow. You know, Māori, we are the great navigators of the sea. We are the furthest point from Jerusalem to Aotearoa. Mm. That's my hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same, man. Wow. Wow. Kia ora korua. Tēnei te mihi nui ki a kōrua, mō tō whakāro, mō ō whakāro. Thank you so much for um, for your wisdom and for your insight and um, for all of your mahi, for your children, for what, who you are and for what you're doing. So um, this has been wonderful, so thank you so much. Eh? Tēnā koe, brother. Bless you, brother. Kia ora.